Today's daf is daf Yerches, page 18. And the Hedekim Masechah is Baba Okay. Let us... We got up daf Yerches, but let us go back to Toshima. Let's go back to the bottom of Yud Zayin Amad and we'll pick up at the new Brisa Toshima, which is two lines from the bottom of Yud Zayin Amad All right. Here we go. Yala. Rava asked the question, Rava asked a fascinating question, which was, if an animal steps on a vessel, it doesn't break right away, but it rolls away and then breaks. Okay? Do we say that you follow the beginning of the process, and it's as if the animal broke it physically? Or do we say you go by the time that it broke, that it rolled away, and therefore it's going to be considered tsuroros, it's going to be considered to have damage like pebbles, and... We, the Rabbanon, say that Soros pays half damage. Okay, so how do you, you view this situation? That was Rava's Shaila. We're coming to answer that question. So says the Gemara, Toshima, come and listen. Two lines to the bottom of Yud Zayin base. Hopping for a chicken and it damages while it's hopping is not considered a mood. Some say, yes, it is. What do you mean? A chicken doesn't hop? Of course, it's normal for a chicken to hop. And if it's normal for a chicken to hop, the owner of the chicken should pay full damages. Says the Gemara, Elalav. Rather, the case must be hidus vehitiz ubahakam afigi. Everybody agrees it's normal for the animal, to, for the chicken to hop. Rather, the, what happened over here is, is as follows: the chicken hopped, and while it was hopping, it knocked the vessel. The vessel then rolled and broke on the ground. Demar sovar basamekar. As you know, one says you look at the beginning of the process, and therefore you got to pay full. Umar sovar the pin is basar tavramanas, and you go to the time that it broke. And since you go to the time that it broke. It's like tsuroros, it's like pebbles, and you'll pay half damages. Okay? So according to this, Rava had a question. You go at the beginning or the end, by the animal that steps, what would be the answer according to this, Brisa? Machlokas. Yeah, there's two opinions. Twisty Gemara says, no, it's not true. Tapa today's daf. Behitiz Cyrus. That could be a case where the chicken was hopping, pebbles went, and the whole dispute could be like Sumchus and Rabbanus. See, Sumchus is of the opinion that even by pebbles, you're going to pay full damages. He doesn't hold pebbles as half damage. Only the Rabbanus say pebbles as half damage. Sumchus says full. So maybe we're dealing with a regular case of pebbles. Everybody agrees it's pebbles. Hence, there's no answer to Rava's question. Again, Rava says, you go by the beginning or the end. Says the Gemara, you can't bring a proof from this because this is not do beginning or end. This just has to do with how much money you pay for pebbles. Independent of beginning or end, just the law of Tsuroros. Hence, you don't have a proof to Rava Shaila, it remains in place. All right, here's where we left off. Tashma, come and listen. I'm sorry, we did this as well. If you have a chicken that's pecking at the rope of a pail, David Rich, remember yesterday we were trying to remember the, uh, the children's rhyme. Uh, that uh, that connects with this. So uh, David Rich reminded me that it's Jack and Jill. The Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Yeah? So that's the one with the with the rope and the pail that we were looking at. So Shkoyachter of David. You have a chicken pecking at the rope of a bucket. The rope snaps. And down goes the bucket. Down goes the pail. The chicken pays full damages on the pail. And you see, go by the beginning. So if you go by the end... The animal just pecked at the rope, not the pail. Says, well, no, Maybe it means only pay full damages on the rope. Who says it means you pay full damage on the pail? It can't be that you're paying full damages on the rope because that's unusual. So if it's anything unusual, you should pay half. Says, no, the most, Belisha. 
the rope was covered in dough. And when the rope was covered in dough, it's normal for a chicken to peck at it. Hence, you're going to pay Nezek Shalim on the rope. And it's possible we're only going on the rope and not on the pail. It says that the pail broke. Now, if you're only talking about the halacha of the rope, why do you even got to mention a pail? Just give me a case like this. There's a chicken pecking at a rope, and the rope snaps, you pay. If we're not dealing with the pail, why are you mentioning the pail? Says Gemara, you're right. Rather, it's Sumchis who says that uh, you pay full damage on Sororus. All right. Bottom line is, now that we're bringing Sumchis back into the picture, I was going to do it at the beginning or the end, and there's no answer to Rabbi Shilas still. But the Gemara focuses on like this for a little. If we're dealing with Sumchis, that he's the one who's going to say you pay full damages on Sororus. Let's say the end of the Brysa. Let's say a piece of pottery uh, shot out, and then it fell on another vessel and broke it. So basically like this. The chicken broke a vessel, and then a piece of that vessel went and broke another vessel. Okay? Al-Harishon, on vessel number one, the owner of the chicken's got to pay full damages. On the second one, you pay half damages. Why? Because that's considered pebbles. That's considered sororos. Now, pause for a second. Who says you pay half damage on Sroros? Only the Rabbana, not Sumchis. Remember, Sumchis hold, held even pebbles as full damages. This Brisa says, if a piece of what you broke shoots out and breaks something else, that's half damage. Can that be Sumchis? Nope. So that's the Gemara is going to develop. Be Sumchis, if you're going to tell me the author of the Brisa Sumchis, me is the the Sumchis hold you pay half damage when a vessel breaks a vessel? And if you're going to say Sumchis makes a difference between Kaychai and Kayach Kaychai, which means, if my, maybe Sumchis says, if, if I shoot out pebbles that break, you pay full damages. But let's say I shoot out pebbles that hits a pebble that breaks, called Koach Kocho, my power made power, a domino effect. Maybe there's Sumchis holds that there you pay half damages. Is that is that the case? We're not sure what Sumchis is going to say in that situation. Do we consider power of a power to be like the original power or not? Why does Ravashi have the, even have this question? You should see clearly from here, this is not Kaychai. Because again, if Sumchis is the author of this Brisa, which says that a chicken breaks pottery... Which goes and breaks pottery. That's called koach kocho. That's a power of a power, right? And if Sumchis is going to be the one who says you pay half damages, that's clear. Sumchis holds koach kocho is different than kocho. He says kocho, when it's your power, you're full. Koach kocho is half. But Ravashi was in doubt about Sumchis's opinion. Ask the Gemara. If Sumchis is the author of this Brisa, why is Ravashi the Amora? From the times the Gemara have any doubt as to what Sumchis holds. There's a clear Mishnah telling us that Sumchis says, if, if he's the author. There's a clear Brisa telling us Sumchis says that Koach Kocho is different than Kaich. Elalav, rather it must be, Rabbanhi, it must be the author of this Brisa, is not Sumchis, otherwise Ravashi would have his answer. Rather, it's going like the opinion of the Rabbanon and Shmami. No, you see from here, you follow the beginning. He says there's no proof from there either because maybe we're dealing with a bucket that's 
moving uh, back and forth until it ultimately broke. Okay, which means that says the Gemara, it says the chicken was pecking on a rope and then the the pail fell. Or, or I'm sorry, the, the chicken was pecking on the rope and then the pail broke. Okay. Now, did the Bryce say the how? Broke. What? <clears throat> the pail broke? Yeah, cracked. Where, where do we move from pecking on the rope to the pail breaking? Uh, First, they pecked the rope and then the pail broke. But it doesn't say how the pail broke. Our assumption is it pecked at the rope. That's its koach. And now the pail fell somewhere else and broke. Says Gemara, but you didn't say that. See, if you look at the right, it says you pecked at the rope and broke a pail. It could be, see, it could be it did both directly. One of the riddles I ask my kids is, can you stick out your tongue and touch your nose? So my kids stick out their tongue and they try to touch their nose. I say, I could, look. I stuck out my tongue and I touched my nose. So you think what I mean is, can you touch your nose with your tongue? Some people could do that, some people can't. That's not what I said. I said, can you do those two things? Uh-huh, okay, little, little, uh, little stickeroo. That's this Bryce says. Bryce says, it pecked at the rope and broke a vessel. We thought it meant, says the Gemara, no, not necessarily. It could be it did both. It, there was, there was a, a rope and a pail, and the, um, the, the pail was constantly moving because of the pressure of the chicken, and that, that itself would be called kayach. That itself would be called uh, power. Why? The chickens would have... See, think about it. You have, a, you have a string. It's light. Whatever's attached to the string is going to move as the chicken's pecking at it. So that's what it means. As it's, it's pecking on the rope, but then this breaks, it's the koach of the chicken as well. That caused the motion. That's what I'm using. That's the word I'm looking for. That caused the motion of the pail. Since the chicken itself caused the motion of the pail, that's called koko, not koko. Bottom line, bottom line, bottom line is you have no proof. You have no proof. This is not a case of koko. We don't know the halacha by subchis. Okay. By Rava, Rava asked another question searching for information. The rabbis say when it comes to pebbles that damage, you pay half. Subchis says whole. Chatzinezek tsroros. When you pay half damage for pebbles, do you pay from the body of the animal that damaged or or from the best property? Let's explain the question. Do you pay from the body? Because usually that's how half damage gets paid. Or do we say that he pays for the best because you don't find... Any time where something damages in the normal way, that you pay from the body. Listen to the beauty of this question. Listen closely. This is precious. I want to, I want to say, explain the question, and then I'm going to add a layer to it that we haven't seen yet in the Gemara. Make sure we get this. Okay, ask me if I'm not articulating this well. Make sure I want to make sure I articulate this well. When an ox pays half damage because it's a tam. A tam ox, separate from this case. Tam ox pays half damage. We learned from the Torah on the previous daffin. Where does the victim collect payment from? The Gemara taught us from the body of the damaging ox. Which means, I have an ox worth $200. 
that damaged an ox worth two fifty, worth five hundred. Two hundred dollar ox gores as a short time a five hundred dollar ox kills it. Let's say that carcass has no value. It was five hundred dollars in damage. The victim could come and collect how much money from the damaging party? You'd say half damage is two fifty. See, here's where it's interesting. The halacha is you could only collect 200 because the Torah has a pasuk which says you pay, you, um, you pay from the body of the dam, which means you could never collect more than the value of the damaging ox. So if it turns out the damaging ox is worth $200 and it kills an ox worth 500, the victim can only collect 200. You can never take more than the value of the body of the ox. Okay? You pay migufo. Once an, ox be- once an animal becomes a muad, it's now paying full damages. What's the law of full damages? The victim could collect from property. It says minaliyah, right? From the best. You could take top-notch stuff. It has nothing to do with the body of the animal. So here's Rava's beautiful question. We learned, Chiroros, I have an animal... An ox that's walking, it kicks up pebbles. It's a normal thing. It should be a muad. You should pay full damages on this. But there's Allah Moshe Sinai telling me you only pay half. So when it comes to Tzoro, say the Rabbanan, I'm going to pay half damage. Ask the Gemara, how? Do you pay half damage like a tam, where it's from the body of the animal? Or... Do you say that the amount you pay is half damage, but the victim could still collect from the best stuff? Understand? Where's the victim collecting from? Is it depend on the body of the, of the damaging party? Or do you still collect ben aliyah? It's, it's like a new category of halacha, because it's halacha mishina, you pay half damage. Now here's the two ways to view it. Follow me. Way number one to view it is that you pay from the body because the same way you find by a tam that you pay half damage and it's from the body. So I would say whenever you pay half damage, it's from the body. Compare it to a tam. Or do I say that it's troros is normal. Whenever you find damaging that happens in a normal way, the owner always pays from the best of his property. Usually it's full. Here it happens to be half, because of Allah Kumash Mizinai. But whenever your animal damages a normal course, like regal, you're going to pay Menaliyah. You're going to pay for the best. So here too, you should have to pay Menaliyah. That's the Shaila. That's the Shaila. Okay? Now here's the additional layer I want to throw in before we get to the answer. It's going to confuse us a little bit, but also give us clarity. The half payment of Tzorus... Is it really a full payment with a discount? That's another layer we need to consider that's very closely connected to what you're going to pay from. Okay? So that's, that's what we need to really clarify over here. What is this half damage? So let's go. Tashma. Let's try to answer the Shaila from here. Hidus. If a chicken hops. Ain't no 
damages while it hops, it's not a mu'ud. Some say yes it is. Says Gemara, now is it normal for a chicken to hop? You betcha. Says Gemara, what do you mean? Of course it's normal for a chicken to hop. Now if it's normal, it's a mu'ud to damage in that way. Elolav, rather the case must be hidus vehitis. The case must be where the animal hopped, it then shot out pebbles with its hopping. Now we have a conversation. The one who says that the pebble shooting out is not considered He'll hold you pay from the body of the animal. Because this is unusual. So you pay half damage. The one who says that it's considered a muad when it shoots out pebbles. He'll say that you pay from the best. Says the Gemara, it could just be that they argue about the law of Tsuros in general. Maybe they're arguing about Tamar Mu'ad. Maybe they're arguing about whether or not you pay half damage on Tsuros. We don't know. So the Gemara says, okay, you're right. Tashma, let's try to answer our Shaila about do you pay from the body or from the best property from here. Hakeleb Shanotal Charara Baholach Legadish. If you have a dog that took a hot um, coal. It's really a, a cookie, a hot cookie. Vahalach legadish, and it went over to a haystack. Vaachal charara behidligasagadish. The cookie was so hot, the animal ate the cookie, but the cookie started a fire. Al charara meshalim nezek shalim. You can have to pay back the original owner for the cookie full damages. Vialagadish meshalim chatzin nezek, and for the haystack that ended up burning because of your dog. You're going to pay half damages. Now, it's normal for a dog to eat a cookie. That's called shame. So you're going to pay full on that. But it's not normal. Uh, I shouldn't say it's not normal. But on the haystack, you'll pay half damage. Now, it's not clear why right now. It's not clear why. So let's get into this. My timer. Why are you paying half damages on the haystack? Let's, we're going to make an assumption. Maybe I'll say it's considered like the case of pebbles. And we're learning. And we learned about this Mishnah that when do you pay half damage? You're paying for the body. So you see, whenever you pay half damage on Soros, it's like a tam, it's like a, a, an ox that damages a tam and it's going to pay for the body. Says the Gemara, no, the, the haystack is not Soros. Come on. The dog taking the hot cookie over the haystack, that's not a case of pebbles. The Rebbe Lazar, it's not possible that that's a case of Soros because Rebbe Lazar says, you pay Nezek Shalim, you're going to pay full damages in that case. And he never says you pay full damages from the body of the animal. Allah, rather going to Shani Bahagachelas. I'll tell you the case. What, what happened over here is the dog took a coal and put it on the haystack. Now, who, we're assuming most people don't train their dogs to do that. That's unusual, right? It's unusual to, to a, a, a dog to put a coal on a haystack. Rabbi Lazar Savar Lakrib Tarfin the Yamar Mishun Nezik Bachatzar Nizik Nezik Shalim Mishalim. He says he says if it's in the victim's property, you're still gonna pay uh Nezik Shalim. But this is not really true. My time of Mukmas Lakrib Tarfin. What is the reason this price is established like Tarfin? Mishum Nezik Shalim. Maybe it's only as far as paying full damages. Okay. But it's very possible as well that we're dealing with with uh Tsrairis. And Rabbi Lazar Savar Kasum Shalim Shalim. And we're dealing with Soros. Rabbi Lazar holds like who says that Soros pays full damage. Pause for a second. I want to tell you what just happened. This is groundbreaking. 
Listen to this. This is give out. My animal has no pattern to damage. It's unusual. It's a tan. I pay how much? Talk to me. Half. From what? Body. It's now developed a pattern. It becomes a mood. I need to pay how much? Full. From what? Land. Pause. There's an opinion in the Mishnah later on of Rabbi Allah. Rabbi Allah says like this. Hold on to your seatbelts. When you start paying full by a muad, you know what just changed? The additional 50% is what you pay from land. Half from the body, half from land? Exactly. Says Rabbi Lazar, see, here's what happens. When my animal's a tom, I pay 50% from the body. When I become a muad, it's not a whole new category now. You know what just got added? A 50% addition onto my, onto my house. It's a new thing. That additional 50% is minaliya. That's what you pay for the best. But the original 50% still comes from the body. That doesn't change, says Rabbi Elazar. Okay, this is earth shattering. So listen to this. Tzad tamus bim kaima oimeda, says the Gemara. Tzad tamus, the, the part that this animal was a, was a tam, always remains in place. And therefore, when does the Brysa say you're going to pay from the body of the Kelev when it does something unusual? That is referring to the tam part of damage. But as far as the muad side of things, whenever you pay full damage, he'll agree it's from the land. Okay? It's a chiddush. Now, according to the Rabbonon, it's interesting, we didn't even think about this, right? We, we said half... Or whole. So the Rabbanan actually say, when you become a mu'ad, it's a whole new type of payment. The whole thing becomes a whole new payment. Rabbanan says, no, no, no. The first 50% stays 50%, and the new 50% is called mu'ad. That's his, that's his chiddush. Now, if you're going to follow Rabbanan, there's no question over here. There's no issue. Because you can always explain, this that you're paying from the body of the dog is just always going back on the first part. That's not a proof about the second part. Okay, so we still don't know what you do with normal uh, additional payments. See, where do we say that halacha? Where the first half remains a tam and uh, pays from the body? That's when the animal started out as a tam and became a muad. But listen to this. What about b'muad mitchilasai? Ah, what about... Something that I always paid whole on. For example, shame. For example, regal. Did I ever pay half damage? No. What about according to Sumchis Troros? He held you always paid full damage. So when you started out full damage, has there ever been a situation where you paid from the body? No. You can only come up with your logic when you started out at half and you moved on to whole. But very often when you pay full damages, you never started out at half. Okay, top of Ahmed base. Me, Shamaslay, did Rabbi Yehuda ever say that when you start out at full payment, you're going to pay the first half like a tom? Absolutely not. Ella, rather, where does Rabbi say you pay full damages on the Gaddish? That is when the dog became a muad. 
but it wasn't a mu'ad b'tchilasi. Now, what does this mean? And this is what we're talking about. Now, pause. How could a dog become a mu'ad? I'll tell you. Even though a dog is not considered a domesticated animal, it could still be a tam for damaging in an unusual way. Like Rashi explains. The first couple times, either two or three times, that the dog put the coal on a haystack, that's called a tam for a dog. It's unusual. But now that it developed a pattern, it could be a muad. See, you could be a muad, as we're going to learn later on in the Gemara. An ox could be a muad for certain things and a tam for other things. Very much like us. Very much like us. Very much like humans. See, we're always a muad when we damage. But I could be a tzaddik in certain areas and be a bainani in another area and be a Russia in another area. Right? In some ways I'm predictable and in some ways I'm not predictable. I have my weaknesses, I have my strengths, I have certain things and, and in, in some way I've developed a pattern to be a, a muad for good. Some way I've developed a muad to be a muad for not good. Right? Mm-hmm. So, and, and you know, it's like the, the Hele Givart from Rabbi Saul Salanter that the, the Arba Banim, the four children at the Seder is all one person. Because <coughs> it's not four different people. He says Rabbi Saul Salanter, it's all the same person. Sometimes I'm a Chacham, sometimes I'm a Rasha, sometimes I'm a Tam, sometimes I'm a Nisho. We all have our own stages. Says the Gemara, here we're dealing with a dog that generally is a muad, let's say, to bite. right? Eh? But to put a coal on a haystack, it had to become a muad. Which means it started out as a tam. So originally it would have been half damage, and now it's becoming full damage. But, um, here's the machalikas. One opinion is you could become a muad when it comes to tzairis. No one says there's no such thing as a muad for Pause. So many foundational things. Listen to this. We've been understanding Tom and Muad when an ox goes and damages by itself. What if an ox develops a pattern for kicking up pebbles? Interesting. So it's developed this pattern. It kicks up pebbles. Yep. So there's a machaikas whether you can become a Muad for Tsaris. And that changes. Says the Gemara, Ella, rather, with this question about Rava, you already asked, is there such thing as a mood for Tsairais? If you're going to pass like the Ravon, so there you go. Rava is going to respond, let me explain my question. Where do I have a question? My whole Shaila is only going according to the opinion of the Rabbana. The Rabbana are the ones who say you pay half damage on Cyrus. Sumchus always said you pay full damages on Cyrus from the beginning. I'm going to the other opinion. I want to know. In this Brisa, the Rabbana and Rabbalazar hold like Sumchus. He says that Cyrus pay Nezek Shalim. Okay? So. Everything's going to be following the view of uh, Sumchis, and it has nothing to do with Rav Shaila, because Rav Shaila only comes up when I originally paid half damage. Okay. Vitaima, my, my, and what's the reason Amr Abanachat says, why do I say that if your dog brings a hot cookie over to a haystack, you're going to pay complete on the cookie and half damage on the haystack? Where's that coming from? Dishani Veloi that's not about a strange case. This, it's unexpected for the dog to do this. And that brings us to the machlekes between the Rabbi Tarfin and the 
uh, and the Rabbanon. See, it has nothing to do with Shreiris. The question just simply is that um, if a dog damaged directly, in what ways is it considered a Tam, and in what way is it considered a Mu'at? But it has more to do with how to view the direct damage of the dog, and a lot less to do with the Shreiris, with the pebble, uh, with the pebble aspect. Says the Gemara, Emor Desham Zayder of Tarfan Nezik Sholem Begufa Misham. Mister Rav Tarfan says you pay full damage, but did you ever hear that he said to pay full damage on the body? Says Gemara in Mehicha Maisi Lamikir Mishasurav because his whole source that Karen Tam pays full is learned out from a Tam Karen, an unusual type of damage, Birshusarabim in a public domain. Okay, that if uh, if you're going to pay half damage in a private domain, how much more so should you pay half damage in a public domain? And you can never make something more than the original source. Let me just explain this, this phrase. It's very important. It's known in, in, in Gemara terms as, as dayay. It's an expression of If I'm making a logical inference, you can only learn out as much as the source that you're learning it out from. So I'll give you an example. Rabiel is a world-class weightlifter. Okay. I have not lifted a weight in a very long time. So you say like this. You're a world-class weightlifter. I know nothing about lifting weights. So if you look at me, you're like, okay, tell me to lift up some weights. So I reach down and I pick up. It's 100 pounds. Pick up 100 pounds. You could make a kavachaymer that Rabiel can lift 100 pounds. Can you make a Kavachayma that he could lift 200 pounds? No. Your logic can only take on as much as the source. You can't go beyond the source and assume, uh, assume double or triple. It's a general rule whenever you make a Kavachomer. You look at a lighter, a more lenient halacha, we'll call it, or something that's more severe, you could always just take, you're only allowed to take on as much as uh, you see in front of your eyes. And therefore, he, therefore he says, Karen Tam is going to pay uh, full damages in the, uh, in the uh, public domain. Whatever you're going to pay is in the private domain, you pay in the public domain. Says the Gemara, not everybody agrees to the idea of Dayai. Says the Gemara, and Reptarfan specifically does. And Reptarfan says, that's not true. If you see somebody's double as strong, and one guy could lift 100, maybe you could make Abba he could lift 200. Maybe you could go beyond what you actually see. That's Reb Tarfin's approach. <clears throat> to which the Gemara responds, Ki lesle daya. Where does Reb Tarfin not agree to this rule of dayo, that it's enough? Hecha de mifrach ka Hecha de That's only where the kavachaymer would be ruined by saying daya. So if he says, I don't agree to daya. Why not? Because if you do, you're going to mess up the whole kavachaymer. However, in a case where you're not going to remove the entire Kabachimer, he does agree to, to uh, the principle of Daye. And therefore, like this, the Tanakama says, you're going to pay half, let, let's just bring this all around, let's get the big picture. Tanakama says, you're going to pay half damage from the goof, from the body of the dog, because he says that damage of Tsroros do not change ever to full damages. There's Allah Sinai, it's always going to stay at half. And therefore, whenever I pay half damages, the same way by Karen Tam, 
I'm paying half from the body. So too by Soros, I'm going to pay half from the body. That is the Tanakama. Rabbi Lazar says, you're going to pay full damages from the body of the dog because he says that Soros have the ability to become a muad, the same way a dog could become a muad when moving a biscuit over to a haystack. So too, it could be, you can have an animal that becomes uh, a muad for kicking out, uh, for kicking out uh, uh, pebbles as well. Right. And therefore, what he means is that you're going to pay full damage, but half of it, which is the first half, is still going to be paid from the body. The second half is what you're going to pay min aliyah. Okay. Kufa, Kufa, piece of a piece quoted, Gemara, by Rava. Rava asked the Shaila searching information, Yesha Dalitzer, Zena Dalitzer. Now we're going to ask this as a question. We brought this up, we mentioned it, but now we want to know. When you kick out pebbles, is there such a thing as a muad or not? Do we say it's like Karen and it could become a muad? I don't know titled regal, is it a told of regal, or is it a subcategory of regal? And therefore, regal's always a muad, and if you're paying half damage as a subcategory of regal, it's already a muad and I'm paying half damage, so it's not, nothing should change. I don't understand how uh, the stones can become a muad. Because you understand how? Stones? Right. Okay. Because uh, the whole thing with the muad is where it's such a pattern of damaging intent. Beautiful. Um, no, not necessarily. Well, I mean, when the thing is boring, I mean, it's 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 doing right. It. And the the, the, the pebbles are are incidental. Nahon. good. Incidental damage, we find, is generally an automatic mood. Because what does mood mean? Mood means that this animal is meant to damage. So if my animal damages in a way of regal. I always pay full because it's on me to know animals damage in this way. Right, that's what an animal acts. So it acts this way. It acts in a way of regular. Exactly. So that's your achrayas. That's your achrayas that if you're going to take your animal for a walk, you know this is what animals do. If it damages, it's on you. You know that's how it works. So it doesn't have as much to do with uh, intent to damage as much as it has to do with what the, owner's, what the owner is supposed to expect. So once, uh, Shane, you have to expect it's going to eat it because it gets pleasure. Regal, you have to expect it's going to damage that way because that's what it does. Karen, since it's intentional, you don't have to expect it until it develops a pattern and now it's on you again to do that. So it's kind of like with some kids. Somehow there's always a valid excuse for them to do what they're doing but they're doing it. Some kids just have a pattern. They're the, they're the perpetrator. And they have a valid excuse why it happened each time. But somehow you have a knack for breaking windows. You have a knack for it. Yeah? When I was a younger kid, we used to play street hockey with pucks in the Yeshiva Lane parking lots. And we made goals in between cars. Ha. All right? And we were next to apartment buildings. Suffice it to say, car windows cracked from our hockey pucks. Okay? All right. So we'd regret it. We'd knock on their door, and our parents would uh, find out. And then we'd, we'd, uh, you know, uh, my my father would pay for the broken window. Okay? There were a lot of relationships I built with Rabbeim, being a kid, breaking their car windows. But that was where we played. 
and we played roller hockey on, on roller blades and, and we, had, uh, we had some good games, but that was the cost of, of hockey. Some people pay hundreds of dollars for their, you know, for their uh, gear. We paid hundreds of dollars for windows. We didn't have any gear. Be it as it may, there, there was always a couple kids that had a knack for breaking windows. They had the knack. It was them. I, I didn't have it. Maybe I won, broke once or twice, once a year or something. Other kids, they just like every other week, it's like, you could, you just have an act for it. So that's our Gemara Shiley here as well when it comes to Tsroros. Here there's pebbles shooting out. It's like the animal had no intent. Somehow the way you shoot that, the way you're holding your stick is causing the puck to fly there. The way this animal's walking, it's kicking pebbles and breaking. It's just, as I is. Yeah, it, it's a mazical. It's a mamish a mazical. So it can vary from animal to animal. Uh, Absolutely. And that's the Gemara Shaila here, that this that we say you pay half damage on, on Sroros, can it become a mood? And I'll tell you why. Because Sroros itself is already normal. Right. So you're like making a mood into a mood. On the other hand, it's been normal, but you've only been paying half. So now do you need to start paying whole? And that's like Gemara Shai, like, does, could pebbles become a muad? On one hand, usually a muad means it becomes normal. This has always been normal, I just had to pay half. On the other hand, right, it's, uh, you've been paying half. So maybe it could become a muad, and now you've got to start paying whole. We don't know. That's the two ways to, to view this. Says Gemara, Tashma, come and listen. Hidus, again, back to the hopping chicken. Ain't muad. And what do we say? Of course a chicken hops. So we've been saying this over and over and over. The hopping isn't normal for a chicken. Of course it's normal for a chicken. The case obviously is it's hopping. And through it's hopping, stones fly out and breaks objects. My love, going to We're dealing with a chicken that's developed a pattern for shooting out stones. And the machlekas is mar mar And you want to know whether chatzin as could become a mud? We have a dispute in our mishnah. Whatever you're going to hold by the chicken will be the halacha there. To which the gemara says, no. Again, like we've been doing this entire daf, it's not necessarily a machlekas about whether it becomes a mud. Maybe you just it's a machlekas thing sumchas and the rabbanim whether you pay half or whole. We keep going through this pattern. See, sometimes you pay whole because. It's a mu'ad. Sometimes you pay whole because you hold like sumchis, who says you always pay whole on, on pebbles. And we just don't know why you're paying the whole damage. Okay, so we still don't know. Could Tsroros become a mu'ad? We don't know. Tashma, come and listen to this. If your animal that went to the uh, restroom on dough. Yeah? You got to pay full damages. It's normal. Yeah, an animal, an animal needs to relieve itself. Rabbi Lazar, I may have damages. My love going to other clauses. We're assuming the cases where it relieved itself three times on dough, and the machlekas is mar sabre yesha dough, mar sabre ena dough. Says you are again. No, bechad zimnu pug the sumchus rabbanik. You made the machlekas to pay half or hold, whether you hold, you know, like sumchus and the rabbanik. Now we're assuming that relieving itself on dough, the relieving itself, it's is like troros. It's like pebbles because it's coming. From the body of the animal. Says the Gemara, no, relieving itself on dough is not like kicking pebbles. This is unusual for an animal to go and relieve itself on top of dough. You're going to tell me that's normal, like a, like a regular animal kicks up pebbles? That's never normal. That's, not a, that, that's certainly unusual. 
And everybody would agree that you should pay half damages. This should have nothing to do with Sumchas and the Rabbanan. Says Gemara, the Dachik Layalma. No, I'll tell you why it's usual for it to relieve itself on the dough. You know why? Because they had no other option. Uh, they just go and they go. They go and they go. It has nothing to do with uh, intent. Intent, right? But and therefore, if it if it's in a constrained area, if it's in a confined area, and there's dough there, it'll go. It'll just relieve itself. Why does like that you that you say you pay half? No, we don't want to just say it so simply because we want to teach you the halacha of of glow, excrement. I would have thought to say, When the excrement's inside the body, it's considered the body itself. So I would say, even when it comes out, it's like the body. So the Kiddush over here is that excrement is called swears. That's why I want to bring this case. Okay? The bottom line is, we don't yet have a proof as to whether or not Sroros could become a muad or not. Let's do one more, uh, one more uh, uh, attempted answer. Says the Gemara, and this is the last one. Toshma, come and listen. The Tani Rami Bar Yecheskel. Rami Bar asked a contradiction. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. No, Rami's gonna. That was his name. The Tani Rami Bar Yecheskel taught us. Tarnigol. Shahishet A chicken sticks its head. La'avir klis chuches into a glass vessel. The tokabai and it's practicing for the high holidays, for chazonis ushvarei, and its shrill squeaks into the glass vessel breaks the windows. Mishalim nezik shali, pain nezik shali. Okay. Now, by the way, it's interesting shaila, which we'll learn later on in the masechta. What you do if a human does this? So here we go. A horse, a donkey, creates vibrations with its noises. So a chicken, you're going to pay full. These other animals, you pay half. So here we go. My love, Why are you paying for whole by the chicken? It's got to be where it happened three times. Top of tomorrow's daf. Yeah, and the Bachlika says whether you could become a muad for Tsroros. Now we're assuming that sound is the same as a pebble. Kick out a pebble and damage, or it makes a high shrill squeak that causes vibrations. It should be the same as, as Tsroros, and we would have a proof that it's Machlokas as to whether or not Tsroros could become a muad. Which the Gemara says, It could be still one time. We're agreeing that high pitched voices. Are Tsroros and the Machlaikas, whether you pay half or full, is just going to be Sumchas and the Rabbanan, has nothing to do whether it becomes a Muad, it's abnormal. Why are you paying Nazak Shalim if a chicken breaks the glass? Says the Gemara, the Is Lei Barzine, the cases where the glass had chicken feet in it. If there's chicken feet, it's normal for the chicken to go inside, stick its nose in, and that's where you'll pay Nazak Shalim. But otherwise, in a Hanami, if there's no chicken feet in there, if there's no food in there, and the chicken's stom sticks its nose in, there um, it, it would um, it would actually pay chatzinezek the same as the ox and the donkey. Bottom line is we don't have this uh, specific answer. We're going to move on to another shaila tomorrow. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening.